Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Volume. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff. Go Low Podcast. How are we doing, my people? I would. It's been a couple hours now, but we all got up, especially if you lived on the West Coast. They've already teed off playing golf. I got up about 545 and watched Brian Harmon just absolutely destroy everybody. He put on a short, left-handed, bald version of Tiger Woods. And he literally joined Tiger Woods as one of the other five people to win this tournament by six-plus shots. So, dominant performance by the Georgia Bulldog, who is the Open champion, and kind of unofficially ends the golf season. So, I think the plan is we're going to have a lot of football podcasts moving forward. Training camps are starting. You're seeing all the highlights on the internet of Aaron Rodgers slinging it around. And ultimately, like the FedEx playoffs, and, and that I doesn't do much for me. Maybe we'll do something Ryder Cuppy if, if it's – some crazy stuff happens, but other than that, it's pretty much football moving forward. So I've enjoyed this golf season. All the majors are over. We've uh, we've had a good time, and we'll, I'll still be playing golf. I actually play more golf during football season than I do kind of during the summer. It's kind of crazy how that works out, but uh, we fall at Pod. I'll still be interacting there, posting videos, but this might be the last Pod for a little while. Check out thevolume.com if you want to get some swag, you want to get some merch. We got some Golo hats up there as well. So the game plan is today to dive into Harmon, some thoughts on Rory, uh, and just some other big picture thoughts on the game of golf. And uh, and yeah, like I said, I've enjoyed this season. I've lost a lot of money gambling on golf, not going to lie. Uh, so I, I probably need to take a, just a deep breath and a break. And luckily, the golf season kind of slows down, so it doesn't give me as much to gamble on. Uh, other than that, like I said, at Golopod, follow the Instagram, and we'll be we'll be football rocking and rolling because training camps are basically will be full go here in the next couple days. Pads be on by the end of the week. But I think that's enough housekeeping, and yeah, let's dive in. And before we dive into the golf tournament, I went to Morgan Wallen on Thursday night. Why? Because of my friends at game time. I was sitting next to NFL guys, NBA guys. They had me front and center. I went to the game time app. I downloaded it. I typed in the promo code GOLO, G-O-L-O-W, just like the hat says. And I got $20 off. Hard to beat. They had me up front, jamming out, singing my little vocal cords till they couldn't really sing anymore. So I can't recommend them enough. If you want to go to a concert, if you want to go to a game, 
If you want to go to a comedy show, absolutely anything, they got you covered. Download the Game Time app, promo code GOLOW. Okay, Brian Harmon wins the 151st Open Championship. He is now officially your champion golfer of the year. And I think there's two ways to look at it. I think most people, I think the average fan who does not really know Brian Harmon, though, as he said in his championship press conference, no one has more top tens in the last six years than himself. So this is a very, very successful professional golfer. He's a heralded amateur player, even though he's like 36. His amateur career was elite, played at Georgia. This guy can play. I mean, this this is not the little engine that could, though he is a small little guy relative to a lot of players now on the PGA Tour. Duke can play. And a couple PGA Tour wins, obviously his first ever major. Pretty boring when a guy curb stomps the field. And that's what he did. If we wanted to use a college football analogy that would be apropos to Brian Harmon, it's like watching Georgia play TCU in the championship. It's like, you know, about 10 minutes in, this thing is not going to be close. And that's really what the weekend felt like. There were moments where you're like, kept your fingers crossed, one of these guys could get back in, and then Brian Harmon would immediately birdie a hole. And usually he would birdie the next hole to give himself a buffer. Maybe you've seen the tweet, maybe you haven't from Justin Ray. He joined an elite company of guys that have won this tournament by six-plus shots. It includes guys like Ben Hogan, Johnny Miller, Walter Hagen, Arnold Palmer, and Tiger Woods, and now Brian Harmon. This was an absolute ass-kicking. Now, I also think sometimes we think that like ass-kickings when it's a sweet player, like when it was Tiger Woods, it was cool in the early 2000s when he would beat everyone at the Masters or the U.S. Open by a lot. But I think at the time, it it's probably aged better than it was at the time, right? No different than like what Georgia did to TCU will age really well. It was it it will be cool historically relative to a bunch of other teams, like when they stack up against other teams that won back to back. No different. I remember watching Alabama against Notre Dame like that aged really well. But when you were actually watching it, you're like, God, this sucks. I want I want a playoff. <laughs> At one point in time today, I was going, God, I, I, I would really love John Rahm or Royal McElroy, Rory McIlroy to somehow get to like nine under and he pumps one OB and we get a playoff. And that didn't even come remotely close to happening. So I, I understand people and I am in agreement with, I, I fell asleep for a couple holes today. It, it was somewhat boring. And that's what happens when anybody, let alone Tiger or Arnold Palmer, destroy everyone in golf. Because the reality of this golf tournament, there was Brian Harmon, and then there was a golf tournament, people battling to try to get to eight under. I saw, a, uh, I think, a tweet today that Brian Harmon was the only guy in the field to ever get to eight under, nine under, 10 under, 11 under, and 12 under. No one else in the field. Like, all the other guys, seven, six, like, that was the tournament. Those guys battling each other. And then there was Brian Harmon, who I think solidified himself on the Ryder Cup team today. Uh, we'll get into Justin Thomas a little bit later. But, you know, an incredible accomplishment for an individual who clearly takes a lot of pride from the South in his college program. He was quoting Kirby Smart after he won, uh, saying that it gave him motivation last night, thinking of how Kirby talks. You never, you, you always want to be on the hunt. You, you never want to be the hunted, even if you are the top dog. 
And I think all those Georgia guys, and there's about 10 of them on PJ Tour, take a ton of pride in the football program. I've always said this, golf and football are very synonymous. I've never played golf. And now being in Arizona for over a year, playing a ton of public courses with people that don't like football. And whether it's over the years when I worked in college at a country club, whether it's all the different places I played golf, people that play golf always like football. I always have conversations about football with people that play golf, whether it's pro football, college football, the team they root for, especially playing at TPC. You get people from all over the country. You get Packer fans, Bears fans, you you name it. And football always is a driving conversation on the golf course, usually with politics and business. But football is just an easier conversation to have over some cocktails. And Brian Harmon is a diehard Georgia fan. He just kept quoting Kirby Smart. Seems like a fantastic guy. The other thing on the bright note of of Brian Harmon winning this is I think a lot of people, especially I've been saying this for a long time with the media, they want something that most of us fans don't really care about. The ball rollback, the, the rolling back of equipment. They want everyone to hit it 290 yards again. And I just don't think the consumer cares. And I always like Mike, the, the take and the angle I always take is what does the consumer care about? What does the people paying and spending their time to watch these events truly care about? If they don't, then they probably don't need it. Now, some things are out of your control, right? I I, I don't think the fan wanted big hits to leave the NFL, but the NFL to survive with lawsuits and CTE had to change. I don't think that golf needs to change. Now, I'm of the belief that guys are never going to be able to hit the ball 390 yards. I do think we've peaked. Could be wrong. And there are some people that say, well, people were saying that 10 years ago and it's only gotten farther. I do think we get to the point where might have maxed out. And Brian Harmon, who is not the little engine that could off the tee. I mean, there there were times today into the wind. They're both hitting driver and he's playing with I would say a guy that's easily considered, I don't know what the stats say, but when he's on, one of the longest players in the game and into the win, one guy would be 275 and the other guy would be 268, and that's Cameron Young. So Brian Harmon, distance-wise, could hang. like he, He wasn't some embarrassment off the tee, but he shows that a guy that doesn't look like Dustin Johnson, a guy that doesn't look like John Rahm, a guy that's not super jacked like Rory, and I mean, Rory, for being a shorter guy, hits it a mile can win a major tournament. And not just win a major tournament, beat the shit out of everybody. Because ultimately, Wyndham Clark, like we, we had four major winners, right? We had Brian Harmon and Wyndham Clark, which I would say when the year started, no one would have picked one of those two guys to win it. Now, the difference of Wyndham and Brian is Wyndham is and has been one of the longest players on tour for a while. And then we have John Rahm and Brooks Kepka, two Hall of Famers, right? So it's, it's like the equivalent of like LeBron and Steph and then two kind of random basketball players. And that's what it felt like a little bit this year. But Brian, even more than Wyndham, who was clearly trending and had won a tournament, whatever, a, a month before, was definitely out of left field. I, I've seen some numbers. I think he was like a, uh, 100 and a, you know, plus 1,200, excuse me, plus 120. So that that would be like, you bet $100, you win $1,200. Or excuse me, my, my math is fucking horrendous. You bet $100, you win $12,000. <laughs> Right. So he was a major long shot. People were not not only picking him. This would not be a sexy guy to talk about. As you know, I'm hammering Fleetwood and Ricky Fowler and John Rom, even Jason Day, I kind of like. Uh, but very cool moment for the guy. And I think it shows that when the conditions change, I watched today and went, 
you couldn't have paid me to play in that conditions. Those are the type of conditions us people in the States see outside, and we don't even hesitate to cancel. We don't even need to text our buddies that we had to force them in an hour because we all know we're not playing, let alone the other that you could see on television, which I have a lot of respect for the people across the pond that love, support, and watch golf. Golf is clearly a big deal in Scotland, in Ireland, in England, right? They take it very, very seriously. Is It didn't feel at all like there were empty seats or empty spaces or the crowd was only half full because it was freezing cold, windy, and wet. If that was, I, I definitely speak for the West Coast, it would have been half full. Hell, we saw it at LA Country Club. And I know there were some variables, how the club, and listen, I want to go back and play again, bought up the tickets. But even the day before, like on Friday, people were leaving early to beat the traffic. That was clearly not the case today. The passion that those people have, and, and Harmon talked about it after, and I think he can appreciate it because He's an SEC guy. He knows what passion looks like. That was cool. And it's always cool to watch. Like, I, I do have a soft spot, even if I am in agreement that the tournament was boring about a guy, especially an older player. It'd be one thing if Brian Harmon was 26 years old. I mean, he's 36 years old. He's been on tour for a decade, and, almost a decade and a half, right? He, he hasn't won in, I think, six or seven years. So to watch a guy that's just grinded, who's been playing really, really well, um, just probably, I, I wouldn't say probably, more than 99% certainly have the week of his career. And out of a moment, like the moment you win a major, whether you're a John Rahm and you're going to win six majors or Rory or Kepka, or you're just a guy that wins one career major, it changes your life. And today was a life-changing moment. And this week was a life-changing week. Uh, what it does for your career in terms of now he's set to be in the majors for another half decade. He's set to play in this major. I think you can play in the in the open until you're 60, right? So he can play in this for another, whatever, 24 years. Uh, I always appreciate, just from a competitive standpoint, what it does for an individual. And that's ultimately what this sport is. It's an individual sport, right? Like when you win a championship as a team, it changes your franchise forever. Like the moment LeBron won in Cleveland, the Cavs championship, game changer. Right, McVeigh becomes a Super Bowl champ, and the Rams Super Bowl champs again. You become a major winner, like Wyndham Clark. Whether Wyndham Clark ever wins another tournament or not, he's a U.S. Open champion. And ultimately, in golf, you obviously play to feed your fan. Like once you become a professional to make money, and all these guys now, even Brian Harmon, I saw coming into this week and made thirty million dollars. He's got MegaCorp money is not an issue with the guy. But from a professional standpoint, like you play golf to accomplish things, right? To finish high in tournaments, to win tournaments, and, and at the highest level, to win a major, compete to win a major. And he did that. And no one can ever take that away from him. So I, I, I'm not going to try to diminish anything just because it was a little boring. He made it boring because he beat the shit out of everybody he played. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats. That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs 
has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Speaking of a guy that has had a pretty unreal four or two-year stretch, uh, played eight majors, finished top five in four of them, finished top 10 in seven of the eight of them, and really became, I, I would say, post now that Tiger's basically done and Phil's gone, I would say the star of golf. Now, he's not the most accomplished. Scotty's been better. Kepka's won. Cam Smith beat him. I'm not saying he's the best, right? But just start to finish for the last two years. You, you could argue his resume is as strong as anybody. Uh, and who's definitely been the face and most famous guy of golf when you factor in everything that's gone on. Non, I would say maybe Phil Mickelson, and that'd be Roy McIlroy. But it kind of hit me today when he kind of had a moment. I think he birdied, what, three of his first six holes. Like, God, could he make a run? Could he shoot, like, his 64 and somehow force a playoff or something? And then ultimately it didn't happen. And then the dust settles and he finishes T6 and makes a bunch of money. He's kind of become, in his post-major winning career, and especially, like, his last three or four years, but you could even argue just the last 24 months, kind of the Jim Harbaugh golf. I root for Jim Harbaugh. I think Jim Harbaugh is awesome. Like, I I enjoyed when he was in San Francisco. I enjoyed when he was at Stanford. I like watching his Michigan teams. And I think his last couple years for Michigan has been awesome. Taking out Ohio State, beating the crap out of Ryan Day, running the ball down their throat. Uh, The playoff game this year against TCU was as entertaining as you're ever going to get. But ultimately, he lost. And Jim Harbaugh, when it comes to big games, for whatever reason, just gets so close and just can't win the championship. You thought he'd win a Super Bowl at San Francisco. I thought he'd win a national championship at Michigan. And I don't know. It, it, I, it, I wouldn't bet a large sum of money that that is going to happen. Like if you said, John, I'll give you two to one odds. But ten, you got a minimum bet $10,000 that Jim Harbaugh is going to win a national championship. Couldn't do it. We'll say five to one. Like I, I wouldn't feel very good. I think it's very conceivable that he's never going to win a national championship, right? And if he came back to the NFL, I think Jim Harbaugh would immediately be successful. And I think inevitably he'll be back in the NFL. But I don't think there's ever a guarantee that he's going to win a Super Bowl or a national championship. Doesn't mean he won't because he puts himself near the top and in position. But I would say based on his resume and based on what I've seen in the biggest moments, like, I don't know, it's just a little off. And I would say the same about Rory. Like, Rory is elite. He's fucking awesome. And when he's on, I mean, he was six under the last three days. Basically, the entire tournament beside uh, Brian Harmon, he's right there. He easily could have won. If Brian Harmon did not show up to this tournament, it might have been different. He's obviously pressing because he's way down. Roy easily could have won this tournament, just like he easily could have won last year at the Open, just like easily he could have won the U.S. Open a month ago, just like he could have won 
other tournaments over the last couple of years, the majors. And that's ultimately all he's, he's going to be defined on because he won the FedEx Cup last year. He had the lowest scoring average. He's making 10, 15, 20 million dollars a year on the course, let alone off the course. No one's ever going to question his money. No one's ever going to question his resume. He's a major champion, right? But will he ever win another major? You would go, well, he's putting himself in position a lot. That's what I say about Jim Harbaugh. And then it just never happens. And then I watched this week. I was tempted, like, should I bet him? I didn't. And then I'm glad I don't. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think it's guaranteed that he's ever going to win another major. That's pretty crazy to say because every single major moving forward, I know we got, he missed the cut, which was a disaster at the Masters. And then he went MIA for like a month, but he battled right back. PGA, T7, US Open. Again, could, should have won. He should have won the US Open, but he can't make a putt. And it just gets back like something, I don't want to say off because he's right there. But it just shows you how difficult it is. Like, you could make the argument that, John, he's not only is he not going to win one, he's going to win a couple more majors if he keeps putting himself in this position. It's very, very difficult. Because as we saw, John Rahm and the Brooks Kepkas and the elite players, but then you have these weeks where random guys get, like, touched from the golf gods and are just going to be better than you. So I'm guilty of this when we're like, oh, this guy's destined to win. Because I say John Rahm, destined to win, like, seven, eight majors. More than likely, he'll win like four, right? And be go down as one of, if not the greatest player of his generation. But it's like there's a chance Rory McIlroy just ends his career with four majors. Maybe 28 wins and a bunch of T4s and T2s and T3s in these majors. But it's very, very difficult. And he's starting to kind of give off some Jim Harbaugh vibes in these tournaments. I do think, and I said this earlier in the week, I love this style of golf. Anyone in the States that have ever, has ever had the chance to go to Bandon Dunes, it's if you love golf, it's unlike anything you've ever experienced. I've never been across the pond. I've never played over there. I know people that have that say it's like, if you like golf, it's like a religious experience because it's unlike playing the sweetest courses here. I don't care where you live. If you ever had the opportunity to play the U.S. Open type courses, it's cool. It's hard, but it doesn't quite look like that. And I've always said this. I believe golf is like baseball. It's meant for the sun. I don't like playing golf when I have to wear a pullover, let alone rain pants. If I got to wear rain pants, I'm going in. Most of us are, right? But it is nice to watch these guys play a golf tournament that looks like the Ravens playing the Bengals in the middle of December. Like, I wouldn't want to be out there, but this is a good test for the best players. And that's what it was. And it's cool to watch these guys wipe off their gloves, see some weird shots, see the see the you know spray of the mist when they hit their approach shots. Now, it does make it easier holding the greens for sure. But other than that, like getting up there makes it pretty difficult and very just a lot of unknown. And I think anytime that you can factor in some unknown to the highest level of golf, it makes for an entertaining television product. And I just think in general, these courses that are on the water across the pond, whether it's Scotland, Ireland, Royal Liverpool, whatever, the backdrops, it's one thing the backdrop of Pebble Beach when it's sunny out. It's another thing when it looks like 40 degrees outside and you can see the water and you can see the mist. You're like, this is a motherfucker. I mean, this is brutal. And just watch these guys just grind away. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I wish they played more Lynx golf. I understand from a television standpoint, uh, the, the time's off, right? They couldn't just spend a month probably over there separate from this course, but I wouldn't be opposed to it. 
from living on the West Coast. I love getting up, pouring a cup of coffee, and have the guys tee off. Like, I got up this morning on Sunday at like 5.30 in the morning. and The leaders are teed off by 6.15 a.m. You just you can't beat it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, and last but not least, just I was thinking about it's kind of the unofficial end of the season. None of us actually care who wins the FedEx. I mean, it's just a money grab to these guys. 30 guys play. Uh, I just, it doesn't do that much for me. Not saying I won't pay attention, but this was the last true tournament beside the Ryder Cup of 2023 that I actually care about. And I was thinking about just what were some of the big stories this year? And I think it's going to go down as pretty insane when you look at Scotty Scheffler's statistics that he did not win a major. Like, oh, what did he do this year? Well, he's had one of the great seasons of all time. Oh, how many majors? How many tournaments did he win? Oh, he didn't win a major. He just won two tournaments, and they were really early in the season. Like, It's pretty wild that he was that successful and that good, and he was elite, and he didn't win a major. It's It shows you, back to the Rory thing, how difficult this is. Like, you'd go, oh, Scotty's going to end up winning six majors, or maybe he just wins two. Maybe he just wins one more. And has just like a Hall of Fame career. That's probably historically more likely than him going to be a five or six time major champion. Like even what Brooks Kepka did is pretty nuts. I mean, to me, that's easily another big story. A guy that went to live, which was understandable when you watch the live, uh, or not the live, but the uh, the full swing documentary. He talked about injuries. He talked about never knowing if he could get back, and he's watching Scotty Scheffler kick his ass and. They offered him a ton of money. Like, I, I got it. I also thought that we might never see that just killer again because Brooks Kepka in the majors when he's on is a fun player to watch and watching him win the PGA Championship. And honestly, he was right there with John Rahm at the Masters. Really, those two majors, it was fun to have Brooks back in the mix when it mattered the most. And that was, he, he did a lot of weight carrying for Liv this year. Because this was a tournament that was live was MIA, which I understand. I would imagine a lot of those guys. Like I had a buddy text me, like, "What's up with DJ?" It's like I I would guess DJ by about July fourth, mails in the golf season now. So I think you'll get his best early on. You know he'll try for the live, and we'll see how this whole live thing plays out over the next six months. What this, the tournament schedules are next year, where they end up merging, how how this whole thing works, no one knows. I mean, the, the people that are involved in these negotiations, like we don't have details yet. The players go, we got no fucking clue. But it, it, it was cool to have Kepka back. I would say one other just big headline of the year were just kind of the comeback stories, because Jason Day, who has five top. Two finishes in majors. This is his first one in a long, long time. Like Jason Day a couple years ago looked kind of shot. And last year he started showing signs of life. This year he's been excellent. Like he's been really, really good. Obviously won a tournament, uh, was fantastic this week with a T2. And he's just, this is a guy, not just a former number one player in the world. I mean, this guy is a high-end player at high-end tournaments. You just pull up his major record. Like he has a ton of top tens in majors. He has a ton of top fives in majors. This guy has shown up in his career when he's been playing well, when it's mattered the most. And I would say Ricky, who is a bigger star, who hasn't accomplished as much as Jason, given that he's never won a major, but is easily of the post Tiger Phil in their prime era of the last like you know 
eight-ish years, eight, ten years, is one of the biggest stars in the game, who's as famous to a casual sports fan as probably a Rory, a Rom. Maybe Spieth is probably the most famous, but both those guys saw the ugliness, and this usually doesn't happen. Listen, I've seen it in football. When you start to lose it, like I, I, when I worked in the NFL, I remember signing Ronnie Brown to the Eagles. Like two practices in, you're like, God, this guy can't move. His career's over. It just, it just ends. You're going to see it when training camp starts. Some of these older veterans, you lose your legs. You just lose some of your talent. Usually don't like two years later, you're like 33, like 35, 36, get it back. You just get cut and your career ends. That's how it happens for all the Hall of Fame players. Des Bryant. I know he's not a Hall of Famer, but I'm, I'm just using names. It just ends. In golf, you can battle back. And two guys that were like all-star Pro Bowl level players, if they were in team sports, got cut. Like, we're gone. Ricky Fowler couldn't even make the U.S. Open last year. He was an alternate and got told like, yeah, we don't have a spot. Jason Day's back. We're like, is this thing going to work? That happens in other sports. Usually just get shoved to the side. And these guys came back and they are top 10 players now, right? Like just start to finish this year. They have both been fantastic. So it's been fun to watch. And on the opposite end, golf's weird, man. For as good as you are when you're rolling, shit can disappear fast. I mean, Justin Thomas, my overall take on the Ryder Cup with JT, to me, it's pretty black and white. Like he's not on the team this year. And I, I, I've been gambling on Justin Thomas for three or four years. I think he's easily, I mean, he's an elite all-time great talent. And I don't think he's done, but based on this year, like he can't be on the Ryder Cup. Period, point blank, end of story. And honestly, he should call Zach Johnson and be like, listen, this I'll make this easy on you. I don't deserve this. I'll be a part of it. I'll come over for support. I'll be an assistant captain. But I'm just off. I And he won't do this. You could argue that's not what competitors do, but... You go back-to-back tournaments, back-to-back major tournaments, and shoot over 80, this isn't me or you playing. This is Justin Thomas, the guy that won a major last year. Can't break 80. And then, honestly, his comments of, like, I was really close. Like, yeah, I think guys can be really close when you shoot 74. But, God, I I wasn't that far away from shooting 69. Like, yeah, I agree. Like, I'm sorry when you're 82 or 81. You're not just a couple shots off. Like, that's... That's a horrendous round of golf for a professional golfer. And uh, it is crazy. Like when you see the Jason Days and Ricky Fowlers, we saw Speed a couple years ago. Even Rory, relative to him, had a couple year stretch where he was bad uh, and now became back to the peak. Like I'm not, Justin Thomas is going through some shit right now. And it's what makes golf like he might go through eight more months of this. Who knows? But right now he's not remotely close. And so when the Ryder Cup discussion comes, Brian Harmon or him, like, pull up what they've both done this year. And you can be like, well, he's a great team. I'm sorry, Justin or Jordan. Like, you got to play with Brian Harmon this year. Brian Harmon, you know, the guy that just curb stomped Rom, Rory, Hovland, Jason Day <laughs> at the Open. Like, I, I think the guy can hold his own for a couple match play events and a couple alternate shot events. But it's what makes golf very, very unique about comeback stories guys who battle from the abyss. Hell, it happens to all of us, right? We go, I've had a terrible 2023. I've basically taken the last month off. I played golf one time, probably in the last 35 days. Now, part of it is, it literally, I don't think could be hotter in Arizona right now. Just 118, 117 every day, which I'm not going to complain because I'm inside most of the time. I'll go for walks outside, but I'm just not really feeling playing golf in it. Uh, And yeah, but... 
I haven't been playing well before that. I just need to take a mental break. Maybe that's what Justin Thomas needs. Just take a mental break and take the Ryder Cup off and then come back and start battling next year. But uh, fun golf season. Really enjoyed it. Looking forward to the Ryder Cup. Seeing how Zach Johnson, who he picks. Uh, hopefully not Justin Thomas because, again, I'm a Justin Thomas fan. He doesn't deserve it this year. The Volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.